And plus, I knew like my time was running out. So <laughs> you had a shot okay, clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah let's talk about the shot clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wait. I, I want to yeah, find out so how to transition know. to that. How, right. We want to transition, but you set it up. Thank you for there the alley oop. Boom. You gave me the alley oop. Here we go. So here we go. So let's talk about this this transition. This shot clock was going. What happened? Um, you know, 2020 came, and I was just like, all right. <laughs> you know, so I had a conversation. <laughs> I had a conversation with him and said, you know, by New Year's of twenty wait twenty twenty this was twenty nineteen going into yeah twenty nineteen. I was like, you know, by the New Year, like something don't have to happen happen, or we could be, you know, friends. I'm the Terrasar Weekend, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, Lateris R. Whitfield. Man, God has been doing some amazing things to this podcast. Hey, if you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Stop shacking up with us and hit that subscription button and subscribe. Man, I got a chance to run into my buddies. I was out eating the other day. See, I always ask for God to bring organically guests that he's supposed to have on this podcast. And uh, I've been wanting to talk to my, my friends for a minute. And it just, I said, hey, I ran into him and I said, what are y'all getting married? I, just, I saw the engagement video. They said this week. I said, oh my God, this would be great to have y'all on the podcast uh, just days before y'all transition into holy matrimony. So let me tell you something. I'm excited to have them on the podcast because they're about to keep it lit. They're entrepreneurs and business owners. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. My homies, Lashara Jefferson and Kyron Burnett. How y'all doing, y'all? Good. Ah, oh, Lord, y'all about to cross over that threshold of holy matrimony. Y'all nervous? Uh, more so just ready to get there. Just ready to get there? Yeah. Just the planning, and then, you know, you just can't wait to see all the plans come together, you know? So it's, it's like a puzzle. A, it's a puzzle, and it's a whole mm-hmm. production for you. Yes, it's definitely a production. You know what? We're going to call this episode <laughs> Before the I Do. Before the I do So let me ask you this A lot of people You know I want y'all to keep it lit A lot of people You know When they're getting ready To prepare for wedding The devil begins to uh, Attack them With all kind of stuff Did y'all face that Over these last few months Absolutely Yes (laughs) (laughs) Yes Like what Go ahead Uh, What are some things That challenge y'all I guess more so Just learning Because we never Stayed together Until We got engaged, mm-hmm. um, and so luckily for us, we we did marriage counseling Good. Uh, prior to you know, of course, our wedding, and it's just like within every course that we had, there was like a challenge that related to the course that we had that yes. week. Um, mm-hmm. So whether it was communicate, I think the biggest part is probably communication. Um, because, you know, when you live by yourself, you set in a certain way yes. and, you know, you move a certain way. But then when it's somebody else, it's like, uh, uh-huh. it's like adapting to like their mannerisms, yeah. adapting to just different things. So for me, it's just like with every session we got tested with that whatever that subject was. Yes. So who moved with who? No, we, we just actually, yeah, we, we actually got a new space. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. He said, "Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Well, 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 well." Yeah. Uh, so, what do you find the most difficult thing as y'all was preparing? I'm gonna call you Q since that's what we call you. Q. <laughs> That'll work. Q, yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Tell us. Tell us what what, what you ran into. Uh, really, just you know, staying in communication, and uh, I think that was probably the 
the ongoing lesson, like throughout the whole thing, and whether it was uh, communicating like times or communicating how we felt, uh, it was really just that and letting it be known like it's okay to like express like you're feeling. You know, because I think a lot of times, like, we try to either hold stuff in. Yes. Because it's like, well, I don't want to say this and it upset my partner yep. or, you know, and this and I don't want to rock the boat or something like that. But uh, we we found out, you know, it's a lot easier to, like, have them conversations early on to really just kind of, like, set that foundation. Yes. So it helped out. So what was the – so the communication. I'm glad that y'all said that because that is what they say the number one mm-hmm. struggle yep. in any relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's professional, whether it's a familial relationship from a family standpoint. But if you can't talk to the person mm-hmm. about what's going on, it, it doesn't disappear. You know, the no, problem he, just – they he, say it's the little foxes that destroy the vines. So it just grows, yep. it festers, and it yep. grows into bitterness. And then you mad at her, and she's like, well, why did you tell me? You was like, right. yeah. man, because I, I know how you was going to act. No, you don't know how I was going to act. You don't know how I was going to act, you know, right. so, so it has this crazy thing. So I'm glad that y'all guys are challenging uh, uh, or, or overcoming those challenges early on. So you don't have to face them in, uh, in your marriage. Now, why was it important for y'all to go through marriage counseling um, or know, premarital counseling? Uh, just to kind of be honest, like growing up, I really didn't. This is just like my, my side of it, but I really never seen a successful marriage. Likewise, um, I've never witnessed it. Like people being married for 20, 30, I've never seen that. So for me, it was just like building that foundation because I feel, because with me, like I'm just getting married one time, you know, that's the, the, the idea. And so it's kind of like, well, I need to learn the tools that's needed for me to be able to have that long, you know, powerful marriage. Um, so, the, and then also just learn about myself, because like I said, you know, you've been by your, Kind of you setting your ways and some of your ways ain't right. <laughs> so or, you know, it just don't it, it just don't make sense, yeah. you know, in a in that type of environment. So for me, it was just learning more of who I was as a person. Like, what do I need to change? Because it's easy to point the finger at your partner. Yes. When a lot of times it, it's you, you know, it's yeah. some stuff with you that you got to change as well. So that's why I felt like it was important. And so um, we're going to put perspective about it. How old are you? Thirty three. And How old are you? 37. So when we say, and I love when you say, like, you know, you've been setting your ways for X amount of years. <laughs> and uh, because at the end of the day, you'd be like, you know, I'm 43 years old. So it's a lot of things that I have to unlearn or open mm-hmm. myself up when you're, you know, linking up with somebody else instead of saying, well, listen, this is the way I am. Right. You know, I've been right. this way all my life. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. It's like, no, right. that may be unhealthy. Right. You've been that way all your life and nobody ever told you that that was a right. problem. Right. So you need to overcome that. Right. So, uh, Q, what about you? Uh, I mean, and so, like, we definitely come from uh, two different backgrounds, like, household-wise. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to do it just because I wanted to, like she said, set the foundation and really kind of bring in somebody to uh, make it a safe space for us to be able to open up, you know. And so uh, and coming from a household where my parents, they're still together, been married uh Forty-five years now. Forty-five years. Yeah. So you've seen a successful marriage. Yeah. So like I know. Five years. Yeah. So like it's I know it's possible, but it's you know, it's uh it's like just taking that example and like making sure like we have like a a solid deep foundation, and so I wanted to make sure like we both like going forward confident, you know, and just really kind of let her know like I'm okay with it, like I'm I'm for it because 
I don't know everything. Yeah. And that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to do it because, you know, you don't know it all. So what was the one thing that you learned the most in premarital class? Me or him? Him. I'm going to ask OQ over here. (laughs) Uh, For me, I'd probably say not – I guess not assuming. <laughs> you know, yeah, that that would probably be like the main thing. Like not not assuming uh, what I'm doing is like what she's expecting of me. Explain that. Okay, so uh we one of our topics was, you know, our expectations of each other mm. during the marriage. Mm. You know, like That's what are we expecting from a partner? And so it's uh that was probably big for me because what I thought I was doing was what she expected me to do or what was going to please her, like make her happy. But uh, come to find out, it wasn't what she was expecting or what she wanted from me as a husband. Mm. So uh, a lot of times, like, he was he was telling us people don't know that. <laughs> and so you'll be thinking you're doing the right thing. You know, you think, well, I'm doing this, I'm taking care of this, I'm taking care of that. And they, don't, they don't care at all. And that's not what she's <laughs> expecting at all. And that's why it's so important to understand each other's love language. Yeah. Did y'all get into that? Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> so uh, yeah. did that, what you felt like you were providing for her, was that in direct opposition to, you know, what her love language was? Did you know that before? Let you know her love language before uh, going through uh, premarital cl- uh, counseling? Uh, yeah, I did. And uh, so... Her uh, love language is uh, gifts and quality time. Mm-hmm. So, so which one's the strongest? Quality time. Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt, <laughs> is it these gifts? Yeah. Like, she gave me money when I'm in need. <laughs> right. And so mine is uh, touch and acts of service. You know, so a lot of times, and I feel like you know, for a lot of men, that's uh, there's as well because we feel like if we're doing stuff around the house, uh, taking care of things, you know, trash or whatever it might be. But your love language is acts of service. Yeah. So you like for a woman to perform acts of services for you. I mean, it sounded kind of freaky, I mean, but, but I'm talking about I'm talking about like washing, the, you know, like acts of service, like washing dishes, like cleaning the house, that type of stuff. Yes. Okay. Because normally, that's normally like women kind of like that, and then men lean towards physical touch and words of affirmation. So yeah. that's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And and so. Uh, Y'all look at me like that when I say acts of service. We, we, I yeah, mean, we I ain't cause, know where it was going. I thought it was about to go left. Yeah. Real quick. No, no, <laughs> My mama watching. Yeah, mama watching. <laughs> she know what acts of service is. All right, go ahead. That's how you was born. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she was saying. <laughs> oh, so uh, so so you want it but what in what order was it um touch versus i mean the highest is uh touch versus yeah. acts of service uh-huh. all right it makes sense and yeah it, i mean like even early on like when we first uh started dating like mm-hmm. that was a a thing because i'm a hugger yeah and she don't like <laughs> hugging you don't like hugging shower no it's no 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 he's he's no 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 what <laughs> He's going to because I, since I'm not a touch person, yeah. But you go to uh, you know women, yeah. And he be like, yeah. He giving them nice, nice hug. country southern gentleman hugs. I'm like, you ain't gotta be hugged for three, four seconds. Like, <laughs> like it, you know, it don't be, you know, it be yeah. like. It'd and be. I, it, I had to. <laughs> 
I used to be like, what? Like, hold on. Because some women take that and be mm-hmm. like, hold on. Yeah. But I have to, like, I'm like, okay, that's his that's his thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. he love hugging people. Yeah. But it took me some years to really learn, like, <laughs> to be okay with it. Now he don't. He cut it short. It'd be on be three seconds. It'd be like one. It'd be a side hug. Yeah, like yeah. Cause, like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what's so interesting? What's so interesting is that our natural things that we do become the biggest opposition in our in our relationships. Because you you feel like hey, you disrespecting me, and he like, no, I'm not. Like I, I'm not even. Yeah. I don't mean nothing by it. And you like, you got to know something is wrong with that. And in his brain, he just not like I've always done that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I say is we have to be open enough to just yeah. learn mm-hmm. and accept that mm-hmm. other person's truth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all right. <laughs> Cause it's so it get, it gets that stuff can destroy a relationship oh, yeah. very mm-hmm. easily by just saying, "Can you at least check my motives? Do you think my motives are with ill intent that I'm right. I'm hugging this person like that?" Right. You, and then sometimes you gotta be like, "Look, look at that! Look who I just hugged! You think I want her? You know what I'm saying? You start, you know, you can get real like that. You be like, "Well, I'm just saying she she you making her think she wants you, and you like." Yeah. Just hug. Okay, forget it. And then yeah. you start being real standoffish with people. And then now he's not been yeah, able to fool self. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, dang, this this relationship is dimming my light. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you just don't want to be there no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, that's what happens so much. But when you have that's these true. open conversations yeah, and be mm-hmm. transparent, then you can actually get over that stuff that's just right. who that person is. And then you can always find little mm-hmm. uh, boundaries and set up some compromises or whatnot mm-hmm. because I believe that, you know, we can always adjust and make right. that person feel secure. But just understanding that person doesn't have ill intent behind it is right. what helps a relationship thrive. And so what was the biggest thing you learned in um, – Premarital counseling. Uh, I have more of my mom in me than I thought. Mm. Mama watching it, so she we ain't, like, yeah, ain't going to unpack. <laughs> she probably said, "That's right. right. She said, That's right. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. You just like me. I told yep. you to spit an image of me. I taught her well. Yeah, I taught her well. That's what you know. So when you say that, what do you mean by more of your mama? What what characteristics? What uh, traits are you talking about? I would about? say I was influenced a lot with my I guess because she was a single parent mm-hmm. and so just watching her how she moved you know you think that's right yeah not that it was wrong but you know you think oh, okay that's so, the norm that's how it right. should be so somebody mess up go to the next on to the next yeah like you know so it <laughs> she probably like oh god <laughs> so like just watching how that's my real. mom operated I took that on mm-hmm. and in my head like when I was growing up I like I ain't gonna never, you know I ain't gonna be yeah. like like nah she ain't mad you know she out here, you know, yeah, moving, hot girl, summer, winter, fall. So, you know, and I'm the oldest of, of the kids, so I was always, like, next to, in charge. Yeah. So if my mama was had to, you know, step out and, and go hang out, I was the one watching the kids. So my mama was always transparent with me where she was going, what time she going to be back, so I was always that person to my mom. Yeah. So for me, going through counseling, I'm like, dang, I got a lot of my mom in me, like, when it comes to just being independent. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like, even learning through counseling, you could be so independent that it's like. You have no space for your man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so what I learned was that, you know, you have to let down the walls a little. You know, I have to like. She's because, still struggling with that. Q, still struggling. Yeah, She's struggling with saying it, Q. It, because, like, you said, can. I'm still. 
Just a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's progress right that's there. That's progress right there. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you go Admitting through it. years and years and even prior relationships yep. where, because this is not my first engagement. Okay. Like, I've been engaged before. Okay. So, even just being in that relationship is just kind of like being the, you know, like your money. My mama would always say, don't let your right hand know what your left hand do. I know. Why they teach y'all that so stuff? So, it's just kind of. <laughs> I know. I've like, heard that so much. Y'all. You, <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna unpack that. Finish your sentence. <laughs> Ooh, you, but, you know what I'm talking about? Like, why yeah, you just, man. just like you but, go ahead. I'll but tell you. like one strike, hey, go go move to the next. Yeah. Like it's move on. Ain't you know, dudes ain't ain't no good man out there. Exactly. Um, you know, like just those neck those yeah. connotations and just being embedded in your mind, you gotta be independent. Like yep. you don't need no man. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. hearing that all throughout <laughs> my childhood, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's the that's the norm. So when you got engaged the first time, um, when it ended, did that confirm the fact that there ain't no good men out there? Yes, I ain't gonna say that. It was just more so. Uh, <laughs> I was in a place where I dependent. I was the I let the walls down, and I was like, okay, well, you know, we're gonna make this happen, and I became dependent. On another person to help pay the bills, and I became dependent on somebody else to help me keep this roof off my head, bring food, and it was like I was let down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so I can't depend on no man. So let me get it, and that's where I really we, we, started going hard in my bitch. And that's what I want to talk about. Okay. I'm gonna transition to that, okay. but I want to unpack this thing that your mama said. <laughs> What's your mama? Well, well, because people say it all the time. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand know. Don't let you know what kind of deception that creates in a relationship. Just think about it. That the person that's supposed to walk alongside of me, they ain't finna know how I'm moving. They ain't know what I'm doing. Like, really? You got my last name. We live together, but I'm not going to know what you're doing. And it's women that I used to work at the bank. I used to work at the bank when I was 19 years old. Bank one, God rest their soul, ain't around no more. <laughs> but bank one was around. And I used to work at the bank. And this lady used to come up there and she's like, yeah, I need you to put this in my my other account. My husband don't know about this. And I remember at night, I said, why doesn't your husband know about this account? Shoot, in case something go wrong, shoot, I got my little old nest egg over here. <laughs> and I remember at night, I said, something is wrong with that idea that you literally have set up a nest egg, some money aside that your husband don't know nothing about. And you think that's okay. But so when your husband have a woman on the side that you don't know nothing about, is that okay? So it's like because when you start creating and breed, you start breeding deception and lack of transparency in a relationship. It opens the doors for everything. And so I said, couldn't you just tell your husband or whatever? I got my little play fund over here, mm-hmm. and y'all just discuss. And he's like, I don't care. Keep your money over there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what was so crazy about it? <laughs> She had more money in her side account he didn't know about than she had in her and, and they and they joint account. And I said, "Wow, that is." And I remember at nineteen, I said, "That's mm-hmm. actually scary because this lady could up up and be gone." You know, and she like and and then it would justify the fact that she had the money. She said, "See, I knew I should have had this money aside because he did X Y Z, and if I didn't have this, then I wouldn't be able to have this money to fall back on." When I like to challenge the belief that if you didn't have that money right. and didn't have that ide- ideology, right. you wouldn't cultivated right. that yeah. That, exactly. that yeah that seed yeah. in order to birth that in the first place. Yeah. And right. so it's a crazy thing that we teach each other, and I think is such. Toxic understanding mm-hmm. and it belief. Nah. You know what I'm saying? We do it, for, and when we really get down to it, it's a fear. 
Yeah. It's a fear of saying, I'm married to this person, but if it don't go right, then I need to have this security. You know, and it's like, why get married then? Stay mm -hmm. single as long as you can until you get rid of that fear. Because the most amazing thing, which, uh, which is what we're going to go in in the uh, next couple of episodes, is unpacking those marriage vows that we say. Mm -hmm. We stand up there, we say all these powerful vows to have and to hold, for better or for worse, through sickness and health. We say this stuff and be like, I don't really believe that. I'm saying it right yeah. now, but I got this money on the side in case it don't go right. It's like, really? Like, how does that make sense? You're saying some really yeah. stuff to death do us part. Right. right. But just in case, I'm going to go ahead and have this on the side. <laughs> like, like, add that into, if you're going to be real lit, add that into your marriage vows and say, but if it don't go right, I know <laughs> that I'm going to have this money on the side and I got this other chick that I'm going to go to that I really want to marry other than you in first place. So let's go ahead and do this. We're going to see if this works. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's, let's keep it real. And so that's interesting. I want to transition in the fact that because of that bad relationship and how it, um, Awoken or uh, your your brain in, I got to make sure I'm in a better position uh, financially, uh, which is powerful because a lot of women have that, and I, it's nothing wrong with that. I think whatever motivation you need to level up, doggone take it. But what did that do? How did that make you level up? And what are you doing now in your life? Um, it made me level up because I didn't want to have to want for anything. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to have to ask anybody to you know help me with bills, buy me this you know, do this or whatever. So I decided to take on that responsibility and say, if I want something, I want to be able to get it. Like, I don't want to have to ask nobody for no money, have to sit here and beg and do all that. No, because I've been down that road and it don't feel good. Mm -hmm. So that's when I really just got into, you know, owning my, uh, starting my business and really just putting, you know, all that energy. Cause that's the thing like with women, because we're so emotional when we go through things, it can either take you, it can either break you or make you. There it and is. what I see a lot is pe women let things like that break them. Yes. When in fact you can use that energy and turn it into a business or turn it into something, you know, to make you feel better. But for me, it was channeling that energy into my business. And what is your business? So I, I have two businesses. So I am a full-time Herbalife distributor. Um, I've been doing that now for eight years. Um, and I'm in the top 1% of the company. Leveled so. up. When I'm talking about, I don't know what you did, ex, uh, ex fiance, but you lit a fire up under this girl. And this girl done leveled up on a whole nother level and, and top 1% of freaking Herbalife. And, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. He said, thank you. She said, thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. And then, uh, I also, uh, just opened, well, not just opened. Uh, it'll be two years in December, a plant-based smoothie shop in Cedar Hill, Texas. Which I love so much. <laughs> That's how I met her. I met, actually, I went up there one day and then Q was leaving and I was like, ah, dog it. He was like, yeah, we leave, but you come here tomorrow or whatever. And I was like, you ain't going to turn around and bake me a smoothie? Yeah. All right, <laughs> I guess I'll just come back on, on oh, it was Monday because it was yeah. on Saturday. Come back, back Monday. Monday. I came back Monday and I've been going ever since. And so, <laughs> and so it's interesting. You call me your uncle, you know, yeah, he's like, Terry. hey, uncle, uncle Terry. And I was like, <laughs> wow, it's just like we just clicked from day one or whatnot. And so, so you leveled up, you're in the top 1% of, uh, of Herbalife. How did you meet your boo thing over here? Okay, so our stories, when you ask him, it may be different. Okay, this is Because it's a different perspective. So, <laughs> uh, I just graduated from college, um, and we were, the first time we were at a Omega, Pro, was it Pro? 
Omega mm-hmm. probate. So if you've been to like a Greek party, you know, it's crowded in there. Um, the, the Deltas and Omegas, you know, if you see one, you got to introduce yourself yeah. and whatever. So I don't remember him, but he said he came up to me <laughs> and was trying to like talk to me. And I just kind of was like, all right, and moved on. And then <laughs> the second Sound time right. Real right. we went to, it was another Omega party. And then um, I, that's when we kind of just I started talking about him because he had an all black. And it was, I'm like, I know you hot, you know. And then <laughs> we just started talking and then he found me on Twitter. Are you in linked up on Twitter? All right, so. <laughs> now, now you tell me what happened. <laughs> because uh, the first part is right. <laughs> but it wasn't because like. I don't know if she was paying me attention, but let's just say she had all the attention. Oh, so, she had all the attention? Okay, yeah, so I just, yeah. yeah, so I just, you know, I said, hey, how you doing? And she said, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and dismissed me. <laughs> it was just, you know. You just curbed him? Re- Child, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's what know? happened. Yeah. And then, uh, but after the second time uh, I met her, for one, she was by herself. She ain't have like yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a crowd to get through. Yeah. And it was either uh be entertained by me and my jokes <laughs> or be there by herself and sitting off to the side. So she chose to be entertained. Thank you. Uh but exactly. we was already friends on Twitter. So yeah, we was already following each other on Twitter. So what did you I so- just so happened to like recognize her name. So what did you see in her? When you first saw her, what did what did you think? I want I want the first thought that crossed your mind. Her. <laughs> wow, she's tall. <laughs> All right, and then what happened? Um, I spoke, but I mean, like she was tall. She had on heels. She got long legs, and you could see them. It was a skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah was she had on a, she had on a skirt. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at them legs. Yeah. 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 So yeah, <laughs> you know. That's right. true, right? That's facts. That, that, that's facts. Yeah. So when you hit up on Twitter, what was you thinking? <laughs> I said, "Oh, I said we <laughs> literally." I said, "Oh, I said so we already follow each other." And she was like, "Oh, you stalking me?" <laughs> we was yeah. already Yeah. Yeah, he was just making like general convers like basic comments. I'm like like basic, you know, basic conversation. So you just wasn't, you just wasn't amused. You was kind of like. I was just like, like, you know, because I, I mean, you used to, I mean, I'm used to. She's used to it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, let me just, you know, yeah. let me just be a nice and communicate back. That's it. You didn't think nothing of it? Mm-hmm, no. Didn't catch your interest at all? Not like, no, because I mean, I was, you know. <laughs> All right. So when it when it, it transitioned from being in the, the you know tweeting each other back and forth and in the DMs to actually saying let's go out on a date let's get pick up the phone and talk to each other. Um, probably a year. I would say a year, like to date, dating wise. But y'all was communicating. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we was communicating. It took a year for y'all to go meet each official. other face to face. No, no, to be official, it took a year. How long did it take for you to take him serious enough to go ha- have a bite to eat with him? Mm. No, it was a long time. Oh, Lord. It was a long time? Mm-hmm. Like a month or two? About a month. Yeah. 
about a month. So when you took it out the first time, what were you thinking? Were you like, this is somebody I'm interested in, or is this I just want to see what it you know, who what she about or what? Because I want I want the viewers to understand the mindset of a man. You are about to marry this woman. How did you make it to this place? So uh we met uh, kind of like at a you know mutual spot and really just, you know, trying to get to know her. You know, so it wasn't anything like I wouldn't say I had like just you know high expectations. Yeah. But, you know, I just really was just trying to see and like yes. literally like get to know her. Exactly. So uh, I think we went to what was it Buffalo Wild Wings. So we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and literally like talked uh, over lemonade. Like <laughs> like no food was ordered, <laughs> just lemonade. <laughs> you know. And so I don't know if she was trying to be cute or uh, or what. I think she was trying to be cute. What, 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 yeah. what was it? Uh, No, I don't. You weren't trying to be cute? Probably what was. You, you said probably, probably was. Because yeah. I didn't want him thinking it was a date. <laughs> so you had walls up. So you had walls up, right? So, 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 cause this is real. So you had these walls built up. You're, you, you were engaged before. How much time lapsed between the engagement and then going out with him? Ooh, probably a few months. A few months. So yeah, it's definitely walls up. Yeah. I'm, you're like, I ain't, what, yeah, what, I'm what? Like, mm. <laughs> Which is good. Which is good. So then how long did it take for you to actually, what did he do? That's a better question to make you say, Hmm. Maybe something here. Um. Oh. Okay. So this is when we kind of started building, like we was into Herbalife. Okay. So we're working together. So we in Herbalife, you know, we're we're still friends. Um. But just the fact that he was like supporting the like the vision, the goal. Um. Like he was just like, I'm in. Let's do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, because at this point, you know, I, you know, went out with people. I'm I'm like, I ain't trying to be doing all that. Like, I need to get my money. You were focused on that. Yeah, I need to get my business right. I need to get my money up. And if you, in my head, I'm like, and if you're not trying to be, trying to do that, I really have no room for you. So So it was a a perfect thing then for him to be in the same business that you're focused on for y'all to just level up together. Mm -hmm. God is interesting, ain't he? Uh-huh. Man. He's ain't he? You know what I'm saying? He just brought you in the same business. It's like, yeah. hey, we just friends. We just working. Next yeah. thing you know, you look over like, hmm. yeah, it's you're right, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's right. what's so cool because he couldn't have, you couldn't have met him any other way. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? You're focused. That's where you're spending most of your time. I ain't gonna say most. All your time is spent in that. And right. then he so happened to be where your heart is and then it cultivates something great. Right. And that's why I call it purpose partners. I call once you get married to somebody and you marry the right person, it's purpose partners. It's not just a marriage, a, uh, your husband, a wife. Y'all are serving the purpose that God has for y'all together and y'all both level up together. And so how long was that? How long was it before, uh, you know, y'all were doing Herbalife together? Uh, what you mean? From the day when y'all met. Oh, what, a year? Probably. Probably like a year. Who was doing it first? Both of y'all was at the- So I was invited to uh, a meeting, and I was like, I don't want to go by myself. And you invited him? Yeah, I said, come, yeah. Ah, dog, boy, ain't this something, <laughs> boy, ain't this something here? Well, it's all right. So you invited him to the thing. Yeah. Look, okay. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go by myself. I was like, I don't know these people. Just he was like, okay. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I knew he was gonna come because he he wants to spend time with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, to follow you to church, they've been churches right. all his life. Like, we going to? All right, we go. Right. <laughs> so y'all up and y'all y'all up at the meeting together, and did yeah. y'all both join at the same time? Yep. Why'd you join? Well, she was already uh, a part oh, of. Oh, I was it, a but client. She, yeah. yeah, she was already a part of it. Oh yeah, client. Uh, yeah, yeah. So for me. I uh I honestly like I was at a spot in my uh in my business or in my job at the time where I really didn't see myself like growing or like you know going in higher up and um just wasn't having fun wasn't you know interested and so I just honestly kind of caught the fire caught the inspiration from the environment and people being motivated and inspired and I was like why not you know, uh, I didn't see like anything to lose, and decided to give it a shot. So that's what really kind of like made me decide to do it. And uh, from there, we I always tell people it was just crazy enough to think that it would work. <laughs> you know, like we just like you yeah, because in that field and network marketing, you don't see a lot of African Americans, right? Oh, no, no. And especially women. So oh, yeah, no. you know, we already. St- Standing out because we were like, okay, well, we're finna change it, you know, change the dynamic of it. So, right. yeah. So, so, and that was how many years ago? Ooh, uh, eight, eight, eight years ago. So about eight years ago, and then so then when how did y'all flow into this is my boo thing? We're in a relationship together. Well, we we decided that. Just because we just got out of relationships, mm-hmm. we didn't want to get into, jump right into after Good. hours ended. Good. So we took a year. Good. And that was actually his idea. Good, Q. Good. He said, I'm oh, you. let's do a year. So right at the year mark, I said, so what are we doing? There it is. Yeah. Oh, boy, you better keep <laughs> she, that same she probably, energy. She probably gave me a, a month. A grace. She gave me 30-day <laughs> grace after that, after that yeah, year. Yeah. I said, so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but not in it, and it's crazy because uh, around that time, like I said, like she said, both our uh, relationships ended, and my mom, <laughs> my mom, what your mom do? She said uh, these are her exact words. Boy, you need to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. She was like, you need to uh, be by yourself for a year. That's good. And so I was like, okay, cool. And then with the church, literally like. Either that Sunday or another Sunday, and uh, the pastor was talking about relationships and kind of gave the same advice of like you know giving it a year, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of took it as confirmation. I was like, yeah, I said my mama's saying this, you know, my pastor said this, and she looked at me, she was <laughs> like, what, and she said, okay, all right, and that was it. No other words. She was like, all right, <laughs> and like she said. After them thirty, after that thirty day grace, after the year, she was like, "What uh, we doing? What mm-hmm. we doing? <laughs> <What'd you> <laughs> we doing this?" <laughs> Facebook status. And she said, "Put it on Facebook." They say, "They say, Shara, put it on Facebook." Because if it ain't on Facebook, it ain't real. She said, "If it ain't on Facebook, it ain't real." She said, "Put it on Facebook." You had no problem putting it up there. None at all. And there it was. And so, and so, and so, that was seven years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So how did y'all transition from boyfriend and girlfriend to saying, you know what, let's go ahead and get married? Uh, what is your question? 
Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's your. Yo, you had to say I do. Oh, so I mean, let me ask you because you had to get into your mindset of actually uh, wanting to take that step, which is one of the hardest steps for men to take. Women don't understand how difficult. We talked about this at the restaurant mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days ago. Um, is that it's hard for a man to say. Because in our mind, we're so taught and it's so unhealthy that you're giving up so much to get married. Like, man, it's a crazy thing. You get married and the guy sitting while you're getting ready to step out there, man. You sure? You yeah. sure, man? You sure? You sure? Like, why, do you think I want to hear that right now? Are you sure, man? You know you finna give up, man. You finna be locked. That's only that's gonna be the last vagina you ever had. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to hear that right before you get married? And it's like it's so depressing to act like you're giving up so much good mm-hmm. to get something that's not greater. Mm-hmm. And if we can understand that, yeah, I'm giving this, I'm giving up this independence, so to speak. I'm giving up this, but I'm gaining so much. Right. Because the Bible says, he that findeth the wife findeth a good thing and right. obtains favor from the Lord. So that means that, yeah, you've been doing good. The, all the stuff that you've been able to get on your own, Great job. Mm-hmm. Done a great job. But now watch how you explode on a whole nother level after you link up with your purpose partner. Now you get favor from the Lord. Right. And then God begins to bless you abundantly above all you could have asked a thing. I ain't going to preach right now, but just tell me how she transitioned to that point. Right. <laughs> and so uh, for me, it, it was always uh, wanting to, to be married. You, you know? wanted to be married. Yeah. I mean, like I said, my parents, and so like seeing the longevity they have and uh, I always looked at it like, you know, finding that one person that uh, is okay with putting up with you. And, <laughs> and especially like my mom and my dad. So, like, knowing that, like, if my mom can put up with my dad for that long, then I know it's possible to find somebody <laughs> that can put up with you. That can put up with me. <laughs> and so that was the first part. And just. You know, going throughout the throughout the years, and I could even say, even as a man, or even in my business, uh, she's done nothing but add value. There it is. And so, and it's funny we were talking about it the other day uh, because everybody always talks about like multiple streams of income. And so we talk about like these different, you know, people having like different jobs, and like because that's like you know. They're making money this way, this way, and the other. And so it's like you putting all this energy into like all these different jobs. But if you put that effort into one job or in one field, like you can have so much more. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we literally like, and it's fun. Herbalife has, you know, like multiple streams of income in one versus like me trying to like do a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. So it's like literally the same thing with the relationship. So it's like versus like being all over the place. If I just put my energy and my focus into this one relationship, then I know it can be so much more. Mm, mm, and, mm, mm. and so, you Sorry, know, then you having like <laughs> having wise counsel around me, and so uh, you know, talking to them and them asking me questions and like really putting a thought on my mind and uh, just you know being I, I wouldn't even say like necessarily like being completely ready, but being ready enough to like pull the trigger. Because it's one of those things where you'll never be fully ready. Yes. And if you wait on yourself to be ready, then you won't you do it. You ain't going to never do it. And so it's just, it was just doing it and then knowing that God is going to catch us. Like, if we stumble, I'd rather stumble with her than to stumble on my own. Yes. And so it was just different things like that to, like, every time I thought of, like, 
you know, if this happens, it's like, well, I know we're going to do this. Yes. And I know if I do this, I know she got me. There it is. And I know ain't nobody else going to have my back like she got my back because she's, she's done it time and time. So mm-hmm. it was like, why not? You know, why, why risk it? So, and plus I knew like my time was running out. So, <laughs> yeah, the shot okay, clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah let's yeah. talk about the shot clock. Yeah, yeah. I wait. I, I want to yeah, find out so how to transition know. to that. How, right. We want to transition, but you set it up. Thank you for there the alley oop. Boom. You gave me the alley oop. Here we go. So here we go. So let's talk about this this transition. This shot clock was going. What happened? Um, you know, twenty twenty came, and I was just like, all right. <laughs> You know, so I had a conversation. <laughs> I had a conversation with him and said, you know, by New Year's of 20, wait, 2020. 2020. 2020. This was 2019. Yeah, 2019. 2019. I was like, you know, by the New Year, like something don't have to happen, happen or we could be, you know, friends and business partners. <laughs> and so what month did you tell him that? <laughs> Ooh, was it January? I think it was New Year's. The, uh, the, the day year after before. New Year's? 20, no, 2019. No, 2020. Going in the new year of 2020. Like, like he just proposed to you. We in no, 2021. So 2019. Yeah. Yeah, so 2019. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of 2019, 2018, yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. And you say, I'm going to give you pretty much a year. And that was 2020. And that would be 2020. 2020. Right. And then when did you propose? No, first of all, what did you think when she said that? <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like your mama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> First thought. Yeah. <laughs> Second thought was she don't even know like it's already on my mind to like propose this year. So it was like I already had it set like in my mind. Did you have a month set? Uh didn't have a month set. I just uh had like an idea of like what it would be. And so that was that was really it. So when she received that that when she said that to you, did it make you get a little like you don't tell me what to do Or was you like You about to mess up What I'm about to do <laughs> or, or was you like Oh baby I got you Yeah <laughs> Literally like No that's what I told her And so uh, And so for the longest Like I told her I wouldn't like uh, Go in detail Or like you know Drop hints or anything yeah. like that Or talk about it Because <laughs> I said If I talk about it I'm gonna give you too much information You're not gonna be surprised Yeah But You know when she said it I just like I said Okay you know it's I said it's gonna happen this time this year. I said I'm just oh, not gonna tell it? you when. Yeah. Oh, he actually told you that. Yeah. This, this, I said year. I'm just not. I can't tell you when because that'll spoil it. I said, but don't worry, it, it's coming. What you think when he said that? You think he was just lying? Uh, trying to buy time. Yeah, because that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I talked to her before. I talked to her uh, when I was at her shop, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm telling you." I said, "You ain't gonna go nowhere." He said, "Oh yes, I am. Yes, I am." <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. And then, uh, then I tell I tell Deja, I said, "Hey, give me his number. I want to talk to him oh, so we can help plan it. I want to help plan it, <laughs> you know." And uh, I said, "I want to plan it." And then uh, and she's like, "I'm gonna talk to him because he got to do it right. He got to do it right." And I said, "You think he gonna do it?" She said, "I think he gonna do it. I think he gonna do it." She over the top about, mm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's when you know that. And this. It's interesting because there's nothing wrong with her being skeptical because it's based upon the choices that she made in her past. Mm-hmm. And so and and she don't want to get herself hopes up high because right. it's like mm-hmm. if it don't go right, then here it is. Men always disappoint mm-hmm. you. It's echoed in her brain. It's embedded in her brain from her upbringing. And so and, and while I don't suggest that everybody gives an ultimatum, I do believe that every woman should have a shot clock. She should be like, listen. I'm not finna because women can 
women can expire their healthy levels or time mm-hmm. frame of childbirth and all that type of stuff. And they'll get guys that they'll be in these 10 year relationships with. And fit. Mm-hmm. you know, if you want to marry that woman, mm-hmm. so right. like, I haven't met a man yet that said, you know what, for the first 10 years of dating, her, <laughs> right. I didn't want to be my wife, but you're 13. <laughs> I actually started thinking that that should be my wife. Like, no, you knew, you, you knew you was like, you know what? I can see her as my wife. We got to mm-hmm. work through some things, but I can see her as my wife. That's different. Could you see her at your as your wife early on? Yeah, I, I did, and um, but and she she said it early on. Like I knew that she um, needed some time, and she might say that I needed some time, but I knew like um, she needed some time, like to be have that independence. Yes, you know and. I right. just really to get her own security that you wanted. Yeah. Cause I always live with somebody. Right. Yeah. See, that's good. And yeah. so, you know, I, I just knew like that was it. And so she had pretty much done like everything else. So, but I knew like it would have been because we've always talked to like, talked about like, even though we're together, like we're still individuals. Yes. And, uh, and she, know, I, I've never like, Wanted her like always under me, and she don't want me always up under her. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times, like if you don't know, you know how to be an individual, then you mm-hmm. think like that's how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. Like I'm supposed to be around you twenty four seven. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. we we married now, so it's like you know we joint at the hip. Yeah, nah, we can you know you know mm-hmm. take some time apart. You know we <laughs> you know, yeah. we can separate for a little bit and you know come yeah. back together at the hip. Like it's. Nothing wrong with us still being individuals. Yeah. Good. So, good. Um, and so when he did propose to you, which I saw the beautiful uh, engagement, I'm a sucker for that stuff. I, well, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know how. Right. But I always told him he could never get to know me because I, I pay attention. And what happened? To how the things, how he moved, because he's very, like, he do the same thing. <laughs> so he's very time, like, like this yeah. kind of thing. So if anything is out the ordinary, like if you say, "Hey, we uh, get dressed, put on something nice, we're gonna go eat." I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, what's going on?" You know what I'm saying? Because we go out to eat in gym clubs. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's just like little things. I'm like, "Uh, something's going on." So, um, but I mean, I like the movies. So from there, I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." You know, we in the middle of pandemic anyway. I'm like, "Okay, been to the movies in a long time." Yeah. And so we went there. I mean, it all made sense. Because his cousin is a producer yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Because he have little showings and stuff. Yeah. So it made sense. So, you know, I didn't expect it at all. It was just kind of weird because nobody was moving in the audience. I'm like, dang, this is, this movie studio, like, you know what I mean? Where's the people with the food? Because I was hungry. And I'm like, okay, why ain't nobody in the audience moving? And then where's the people? I pushed the button. Nobody come. And nobody come. And then I guess that threw them off. And so somebody ran out there and was like, uh, take your order. And, and I'm like, this is weird. I'm kind of. It was just, I'm like, this is some weird stuff. And then that's when the the video came on. And then I was like, oh, okay. Then the lights came on. I said, oh, okay. That's why y'all went moving. They my family and yep. friends. I'm like, oh, yo. How'd you feel? Uh, well, I was like, dang, he, he took his time to do all this. You know, because I've seen some, you know, different type of engagements where it was no thought. You know, it was just kind of like, 
sitting over there at, yeah. at spaghetti <laughs> spaghetti warehouse talking about so so what's up? We're gonna do this or not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what are we gonna do? Yeah. So yeah. for him to, um, cause his personality, he's not like a plan like a planner detail yeah. type person. So for him to do the details and plan it, even though I know he had help. Yeah. Because I told my friend, like, we was we playing this on the whole and back end. Like, she knew my ring size. She knew what kind of <laughs> ring I want. Like, we already had that planned out a long time ago, just yeah. in case. Because we know he, he was going to go to her and yeah, ask her. that's what he's supposed to. So, we already knew we had all that solidified. Um, But, like I said, for him to have the stuff planned, being on, like, being her time. And, <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, okay. So, I was like, dang. You know, you feel, like, yeah. special. Because I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. I was just shocked. Did you cry? Yeah. A yeah. Bit. A little bit. Yeah. Little I was thug crying and laughing. Cause y'all a thug, ain't thug she? She's so hard, ain't she? You a thug, boy. I'm like, you get her to cry. I'm saying she cried. I'm saying she cried at the wedding. I'm saying she cried at the wedding this week. Yeah. Mess up all your little makeup. Yeah. I want. I want to see some tears fall. Like that's. I need to see those photos. Cause she's so like. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. I just. Oh man. It's gonna be interesting, but that was beautiful, man. I love it when a man steps up, uh, crowns his queen uh, with a ring, and that was so dope. Like it's like it was, and when I when I saw the video on IG, I was like, yes, 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 yes. I slid right in your DMs, I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> like a freaking chick or something. I'm like, guys, I'm here. I'm gonna come up there tomorrow. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's so dope, but I love that. I love it because one thing about it, I don't know how hard she acts. But she loves the mess out of you. You know what I'm saying? And I knew it from the first day that I I, I met her. And uh, even to see you leaving, I met you before I met her, mm-hmm. which means that you were covering her even mm-hmm. in her business. I peep all that stuff. <laughs> so I was like, you know, are they business on they own this together. She's like, no, nah, it's mine. And then you went and got your own. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like it's when y'all I'm let I'm, I'm let y'all understand something. I want this to be encouraging to people who are dating people and you don't feel like you can, you know, level each other up. Or if you feel like y'all, I don't care what you guys are doing. If y'all's professions are total opposites, there's still something you can do to help that person out. If they have a nine to five, you can pack them a lunch to go to work. You know what I'm saying? It's something you can do that you can actually, hey, you need me to help you while you're working on this. If they're a school teacher, hey, you want me to read some of these papers with you to you? Like you can always do something to help out that person. And that, and what that does is add value to the relationship. Mm -hmm. The next thing you know, you're looking around, they're like, you really got me, don't you? You know what I'm saying? And be like, yeah, you got me too, huh? Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's how you can actually build something together in purpose. Um, so what's what's so what what are some things that's crossing y'all's mind? You said something about you're looking forward to marriage. Uh, and I want to uh, end on that note. What is the one thing shower that you're looking forward to the most? Uh, y'all getting married this Friday, right? Yeah. Yes. This Friday. What's that date? August 6th. August the 6th. What's the one thing you're looking to, forward to the most? Oh, uh, I think more so just like having somebody there to like do different things and experience like the world or experience things that I haven't yet experienced. So like traveling, um, just doing different things. And, you know, the awesome thing about it is like when you marry somebody that's actually you were friends with first. Yes. Um, because before, you know, before we were together, we were like friends, you know what I'm saying? So with that, like we already had like a foundation so it's kind of like we can switch hats. Yes. Like we can go from business partners to friends, 
conversation to like if I, like we can switch those hats, and a lot of people in different relationships can't do that. Yeah. So I think for me, it's is exciting when you can have a friend conversation, or you can be you know you can be this person with one person. Yes. All these different people with one person. So that's that's what it is. Passing the ball to you, Q. What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, kind of the same thing, like she said, and uh, family. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah, he want to build uh, a family. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give you some time. Yeah, give you some time. We gonna, 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 gonna start yeah, a family. Men want so, legacy. Uh, <laughs> Men want some legacy out there. You know, you gonna be too independent but, around this. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you did your business. I let you build all that. You're happy. God bless you. You're the top one percent. God bless you. Amen. 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 <laughs> but she know. She know yeah. her. Uh, her mom wants some grandkids. Uh, yeah. Mine do too. There it is. But uh, and like she said, man, traveling uh, and just really like going to another level and like making making this thing fun. You know, and and understanding like you can do. This is like another chapter. Yes. In life. And so, just really create memories. That's you good. know, a, a lot of memories. So that that's the plan. What I'm looking forward to. Absolutely beautiful. Well, thank y'all for keeping it lit on the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Make sure that y'all follow them on their Instagram pages. That's the best way to connect with y'all, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, connect with them on the Instagram pages. Hey, if y'all want to learn more about their business, slide in their DMs. Hey, maybe they done shared something that makes you want to become a part of uh, Herbalife. So there that is. Uh, so reach out to them. Dope, dope individuals. Listen, I'm proud of y'all. I speak blessings over y'all. Matter of fact, I'm just going to pray for y'all real quick. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, I lift up my brother and sister before you right now, before they embark upon this beautiful thing that you've instituted called marriage and holy matrimony. God, we thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, continue to cover them. Lord, I speak Speak right now that no weapon formed against them shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against them shall be condemned for this is their inheritance because they're servants of you. Protect them, cover them in the name of Jesus. Satan, we bind up every demonic attack that tries to come against their marriage. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much. Keep doing what y'all doing and I'll keep y'all lifted up. Y'all be blessed. I hope y'all gain value from this podcast. It's interesting. I always love uh, talking to people and hearing their journey to the altar. So y'all be in prayer for them as they embark upon their nuptials this coming up Friday. Dear future wifey, do you know how it feels to give your all to someone that you'll never give up on yet feel unappreciated and used by that person? I know your mind automatically went to a lover, but I'm speaking of parenthood. You see, I love being a dad. However, for me, being a parent continues to show me my sacrifices for my children are rarely acknowledged and at times I feel taken advantage of. I have an interesting dynamic with my children. I'm the biological father to a daughter who's in her mid-20s, a father to an 18-year-old son I adopted two years ago, and a father to an about-to-be teenage nephew I adopted in 2017. Raising teenagers is, well, mind-boggling, to say the least. Dealing with my kids' mistakes and shortcomings always make me consider the unwavering love I'll have for you. See, I find most people are more forgiving, tolerant, committed, 
and exemplify foreverness with their offspring, but don't foster that same mindset when it comes to a spouse. I've been guilty of that. My future wifey, we will be forever. Our commitment will withstand the test of times. My goal is to reflect the commitment Christ has for us as stated in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit. Live intentionally and transparently. And don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.